0: Got the Whitby Town general manager, manager, occasional player. If he wants to, uh, Lee
1: Bullock. How are we doing, Lee? I'm very well, thanks. I'm full of cold, so I'll sound a bit worse than I normally do, but I'll battle through for you.
0: <laughs> no worries, Lee. No worries. Um, yeah, obviously we'll we'll have a good chat about Whitby Town here yeah, a bit later on, but we'll go pretty much dive straight in and go straight back to the start, Lee. And uh, obviously York City that uh, that you started with. Them, um, just talk us through how that came about, then.
1: I was was playing up in Teesside for Stockton West End, just with my mates, probably 13, 14, I was a bit of a late developer and um, a scout asked me to go along, at the time York City were a League One team, if you like this day and age, and quite a good one at that, so it was centre of excellences, trained on a Friday night, played on a Sunday and and um, I went down, there was a lot of lads from the North East, there was a lot of Martin players, Cleveland juniors, Stockham West End. So we had a real good group of, of Teesside lads and we all used to go down and sign schoolboy forms. And we had a very successful team, 14s, 15s and 16s, it was it was good times. So it was, like I said, it was a group of side lads, like it, it always seems to be the teams around here, Teesside lads everywhere. Yeah, certainly. Uh, very very strong football heritage uh, on Teesside.
0: Um, but yeah, you mentioned there uh, being scouted, um, and it, it sort of brings your career a little bit full circle in that uh, the scout being Barry Geldard.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think you done a bit for Blackburn and and, and York. He, I got the York side of the draw, <laughs> but um, so obviously, fair play to him. He, he spotted me. I was, like you say, I was a, a late developer, just a, a gangly midfielder who ran up and down and. Played for fun, really, and then next minute it became very serious. You, you were thrown in and playing your Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesdays, Sunderland's, and it was, um, you start to think, hang on, there's a, there's a lot of career in this, there's a lot of effort and hard work needed, but it was real enjoyable. And like I said, we had a good team. And I know it sounds small, York City, but we rarely got beat. We were a real good team at the time. And I
0: mean, uh, obviously
1: going in as a YTS, uh, very different
0: to to a youth player nowadays. Uh, obviously going in and, and doing all the jobs, cleaning the boots, everything
1: like that. Yeah, that was, I, I left home, I, I finished school at like fifth year, year 11, what you want to call it. And I think I had 10 days at home and then left home and went to York, 16 year old. And at the time you, you didn't, you were like, we do everything. We clean boots, we clean change rooms, we mop up. Jeff Miller, our physio, was the physio there. He used to, he used to make you get his room spotless. You felt like if you didn't do it as a YT, the club would fall to pieces. A bit like the volunteers here today, but when you look back on it, it was, it was probably the best times of your life. It was unbelievable. Training with your mates, being stuck in and around a football club all day, and and it was just great. And the, the upbringing, it gives you timekeeping, cleaning boots, just the respect for elder players and pros and management, it was, well, it doesn't happen today, does it? Simple as it's, it won't be seen again what went on there. But I think you find a lot of lads who came through that system are very disciplined and organised people, whether it be in football or a lot of them went on to have successful careers elsewhere. And it, I think a lot of it was through the, the harsh upbringing of a YGS lifestyle.
0: No, absolutely, and um, so
1: yeah. Going back to that, then uh, whose whose boots were you cleaning at York? Um, I don't know. Lad called Alan Pouton, who was a really good player from up Newcastle. He, I don't think he he played Championship maybe's the best, and he claimed the fame was Richard Creswell. I um, I cleaned his boots, and six months later, he got a million pound move to Chef Wed, and he had a real good career. So Pouts and Cresy, and then after that, I was I started to be an okay player myself, playing the reserves. So I got. One of the few special privileges of a, a YGS player that I didn't have to clean anyone's boots. After I got crazy, a million pound move, I got let off. Fair enough,
0: fair enough. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about that step up to reserve football um, shortly, Lee. But uh, yeah, some some good memories in your in your times of youth player at York City. Uh, a couple of notable ones that we'll talk about. And uh, yeah, we were just talking before we came on air about uh, that under twenties tournament in Holland, Lee. And uh, Quite unusual for a team like York City to be to
1: be going over Holland to play youth tournaments. Yeah, that, that shows you what York were at the time. Like if you said York City now we're going to take a youth team to a, a European tournament, they'd laugh at like you, wouldn't they? But under twenties tournament, we were actually an under eighteen team that went out there. Again, that YTS team was built on two side lads with a, a few York lads and a few from Leeds, West Yorkshire, but. It was T side, and, and we had a real good team. We went out there and we won it, which I only got reminded of a couple of months back. I'd completely forgot. But, yeah, not bad for York City to go and win in Europe. I don't think that'll be happening any soon.
0: No, perhaps not. Um, and quite a remarkable record in that tournament. You didn't concede a single goal throughout it. We've got uh, got the uh, list of results here. A, a 2-0 win against Utrecht. 0 uh, nil the draw with ONA. Uh, 1-0 win over Hirena, uh, 1-0 win over Montefiore, a semi-final a 1-0 win over Victoria Partizan then the final 0-0 draw um, with Trent win uh, Slovakia, I can't <laughs> pronounce that, I'm not going to try, they're from Slovakia, we'll put it that way, um, and then a 4-2 win on penalties, um, we had to go through a whole tournament, York City youth team, um, yeah it was, uh, it was some achievement not to concede a single goal.
1: Yeah, we I don't know, I can't we must have parked the bus. We had a we had an old coach Paul Stancliffe, who was the youth team coach, he's he's a big tough centre half, Sheffield United, York City and a few others. So we used to defend, we used to um stand us all in the goal and smash balls and you weren't allowed to use your hands and you had to save it. No goalkeepers you save with your head or your legs or your body, so again, we we just went into that tournament, we didn't even think about it. And we just won and grinded results out. A bit like hopefully we can do in this FA Trophy. I'll take them results all the way through to the final and a 4-2 penalty win. But no, good times. And I still speak to quite a few of them players. I don't think any of them went on to have a career. But like I say, a lot of them have got very successful careers outside of football and probably through a, a good grounding from that YTS coaches.
0: Yes, yeah, certainly. Um that final, obviously, you scored a penalty yourself, but uh, a couple of those players um, that you mentioned there, it was uh, Russell Howarth in goal, the uh, England Under 16 goalkeeper, James Turley scoring goals as well, Lee, and, uh, and Christian Fox. So, yeah, some some talented players in there and uh, and some that have yeah, had better careers. Yeah, careers. Russ, was,
1: Russ was a decent, very good goalkeeper at a young age. He reminds me a bit of the laddies who's there now at the minute, Ryan Whitfield. A lot expected of him. And unfortunately for Russ, he... I think he's he's came out recently and said he had real bad mental health problems before it was talked about and he, he couldn't get around it. So that's maybe what happened to him. James used to always score goals. I couldn't tell you what happened. And Foxy was and is a real good friend of mine, Christian Fox. He's Selby Town Manager now. He he was probably one of the best players I'd seen at that level. He he was playing for England as a York player, sharing a room with Joe Cole. We didn't have a clue who York were when he turned up so that's the difference there but he had unfortunately his dad passed away and again that, that unsettled him as it would as an 18 year old and he got a few bad injuries and and filtered away but there was moments when there was some big big teams watching Christian but for one reason or another he never fulfilled his unbelievable attempt, potential. Yes obviously we mentioned that uh, that tournament as well
0: um, and then the uh, the obviously the other big one was the FA Youth Cup against uh, West Ham United in the
1: last 16. Yeah, well there's another story that doesn't really go In the earlier rounds we played Stoke City away I think it was and we were having a pre-match meal which for a youth team is is unheard of and massive so it was exciting. We we got on the bus and pulled up at this hotel, a big posh fancy hotel, so straight away we are thinking what's happening here? And, Walked into the restaurant and it was probably the best spread you've ever seen in your life. You name it, it was out there, fruits, smoothies, everything you can imagine. So we were like, wow, what's happening here? So we sat down and started eating. And five minutes later, Man United walked into the um, canteen. It was Alex Ferguson and all of them. We'd gone to the wrong hotel and we were eating Man United's pre-match meal. (laughs) So we got booted out of there and we went to just say York City style hotel and went on and beat Stoke so that was that was an interesting night then West Ham yeah we, we should have beat them at Bootham they had some good players Carrick, Cole, Bywater and I think did we draw two each or we we drew two each on the night and potentially could have just beat them and then we went back to Upton Park for the replay with a good few thousand in the ground and We all froze on the night and the batter does 5 0. That one at Booven, we gave them a right good shock. But they actually went on and won the tournament. I think they beat Coventry 9 0. So we nearly had them in that game. That was just this group of Teesside lads going at it. And I think John Warren, another good goalkeeper, he saved the penalty later on and we had a good chance to win it. It Wasn't to be. And then the next round, obviously, the class of Joe Cole and the rest of his mates showed.
0: Yeah, I mean that must be a massive moment for you as you know, as a 17, 18 year eighteen-year-old going to play at Upton Park in front of a few thousand fans.
1: Yeah, definitely. Upton Park. The pitch was immaculate. The lights were on. The place was glowing. Like I say, we turned up on a bus. There was there was supporters outside. One thing I'll, I'll never forget is they were all just singing Joe Cole's name, and he was you turned up in a murk, probably at seventeen-year-olds jumps out of his wash bag, signing out the grass, and they're all singing, we've got Joey Cole, and, and he's us like on 50 quid a week, <laughs> piling off the bus, and as you expect, we got put in our place that night, but again, it was great memories and a, a good time for the club.
0: Yeah, because from from there, obviously, you've started to progress then, you're going into the reserve side, um, <clears throat> everything like that, and eventually on towards a debut, but just talking about reserve team football then, um, and it's a discussion that we've had quite a bit recently, um, with players that have either played twenty threes on reserve football, um, there's a huge difference now with the twenty threes leagues to what there was in the reserve league then, isn't there?
1: Yeah, you, you were as a youngster. If, if I got in as a second year YT, I was seventeen year old. It was it was a massive deal, and you would it was called the Pontins League then. You would I remember playing Barnsley when they were in the Premier League. So you, you're playing at Oakwell against their second string. It was just such a decent competitive league, and, and lads who weren't in the team, the squad weren't as big then, so they used to find the subs of the first team, or the lads coming back from injury or suspension. They would play with you, so you were playing against seasoned, hard pros, and again, it were good, solid games. A good grounding. It was completely different to anything you see in this under twenty three. Pass it sideways. Don't tackle each other, and. Fall out the game when you're 20 odd. It's it was it was different times, and I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think they'll come back because the attitudes have changed now. Yeah, yeah certainly, it's sort
0: of uh, one of those leagues that would would make you too mad at a 17
1: year old, isn't it? Yeah, no, it, but again, it was such a big deal. I don't think it would be a big deal now for for lads to play in it, but especially as as young, 18, 17, 16 year old. If you got in in your first year YT IT, it was. It was unheard of, it was like, wow, he's in the reserves. And that was as a YTS player. Once you got into the, the youth team, your next challenge was were you good enough to play in the reserves and you felt like you were you would go to the assistant manager then and it would be his responsibility. And then your next step was to catch the eye of the, the first team manager. But it seems now if if you make your debut at twenty-three, you have done brilliant this wow this youngsters in the team but Let's be honest, by 23, you should you should have a couple of hundred games under your belt if you're good enough. And uh, yeah, you mentioned there about catching the uh, manager's eye. It was Alan Little at the time
0: at York City who uh, put you in for an FA Cup debut against Wrexham League. Yeah,
1: and that didn't go out of the dream was. Yeah. The night before, um, I think we got two Whitby players sent off that day, and Martin Reid and, and Mark Tinkler. So they both got sent off. We were down to nine men. I think I touched the ball about three times in the first half and got subbed at half time <laughs> and just but I'd done it I'd got there 17 year old I'd played in the FA Cup albeit hardly touched the ball but it, it made me realize again it was a step up big time from the reserves crowding we got we lost 2-1 I think it wasn't actually that bad on the day Considering we had nine men but it just made me realize the next step was was huge again from the reserves but it made me want more. Absolutely, and it's something that can drive you on. Now, what At what point did Little tell you then that
0: you'd be in the side for the Wrexham game?
1: I think it'll be on the Friday, probably the Friday morning, because we had, a as we've got at the minute, we had quite a few injuries. and Next step was the youth team, being playing in the reserves, doing well. He you, you chucks your in, it's your chance to go. And I didn't do anything majorly wrong, I just didn't get an opportunity to play football, but looking back, I'd have been a skinny little 17-year-old, like lost in the big FA Cup game, but again, I'd like I say, I was there, I'd done it. and That just comes through hard work and training and, and wanting to catch the eye. Yeah, it's an interesting
0: one because um, you listen to a lot of ex-pros talk about when they made their uh, professional debut and some managers telling them on the Saturday with 10 minutes before kick-off and some the uh, the Friday to, and you know it's a strange one. The Saturday, I guess. Um, would you prefer that ten minutes before?
1: Uh, so you didn't have time to worry, or no, I'm not I'm, I think gives you time to get your head round it, but you can also worry yourself to death. I've never really been one for. I've had a decent night's sleep. I won't have, I won't have panicked and let it phase me. I'm one of these. What happens happens. Simple as. But also, if you do get told late on you're just into it, you've got no time to think. Bit like Saturday hour game, about Shilden, the kit doesn't turn up, the lads have got an hour to quickly get into Shilden's kit, there's no preparations completely wrong, but they haven't got the time to think about it, so they go out with no warm-up, no equipment, and they win the game 1-0, whereas if we'd have had the kit, all the equipment, and done everything properly, who knows, it's, it's, it's one of them things. You just, Football, you get over that line and you go and do what you're meant to do and play. Yeah, so after that debut then,
0: um, I think I remember you describing yourself as a bit of a slow burner in the York side, but you've managed to sort of start to establish yourself inside, uh, making 25 appearances and, and winning Young Player of the Year at one point as well.
1: Yeah, again, that, that comes from usually the lads playing in the reserves, get the, the spotlight if you like. So I played in the reserves, I got in the first team, trained with them a lot, so that was... That's football, isn't it? The, the person who's usually standing out the most gets the the accolade, if you like. Probably my first and last, but never mind. Um, but yeah, the, getting into that first team was the following season, and it did take me a while to settle. That's why, again, when you look, young lads come in, you, you've got to be patient with them getting time, because I know myself, I, I went in and slowly adjusted to it, and then all of a sudden, it clicks and you think, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm in there now, I'm off and running, there's not that much to worry about. But you've got to earn the right to be there by your hard work and your attitude and your performances. And if you do that, no one can, no one can question you. Now, so some,
0: uh, some big games then over the time that like York City, but, uh, but one of them probably being the pre-season game, Lee, uh, against Manchester United.
1: Yeah, that was fun. Um, amid, I, people always say he was the best team you played against. Then, and, Fortunate enough to say, it, I once played against Man U, a midfield, that day of Giggs on the left, Beckham on the right, Keenan and Scholes in the middle, and then everyone's like, wow, and then, you know, it was a pre-season <laughs> friendly, but, and yeah, had Andy Cole, Dwight York up front, the back four have been unreal, so yeah, it was a, the beat was 2-0, and I think if it wasn't for Alan Fedders, it could have been about 25-0, but 8,000 Ramden, Booth and Crescent, Beckham getting snuck out the far side of the ground because they were just mobbing the the car park. Saying so that every other Man U player was able to get on the bus and go home, but Beckham had to get snuck out the other side. But that's just what he was at this time, wasn't he? He was a megastar. so yeah, it was a it was part of Jonathan Greenan's, and uh, I suppose he's an enemy of ours at the yeah. minute, isn't it? <laughs> it was part of the deal that he went from York City to to Man United. What a move that is! And, and part of the transfer was Man United would give us a friendly, full-strength team. So, on the back of that, that was we got the opportunity to play Man United. So, it was, yeah, it was a good memories. Oh, great
0: stuff, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, from there, obviously, starting to establish yourself as, uh, as a bit of a box-to-box midfielder, Lee, and uh, getting a few goals as well. Yeah, because I sort of realised
1: then that the goal scorers get the attention done and get the money, so I had a, I had a decent knack of being able to... Usually head the ball in the net, just make a late run and and get me big head on it and and stick it in the net and it, goals are simple as get your attention and I had a habit of it and it I said I'd fit into the team, I, I was I felt a big part of it and I was confident just being able to get up and down the pitch. I wasn't blessed with the skills or nothing like that, I just had a desire to, to run box to box and, and try and get on the end of something
0: absolutely made a career
1: out of heading I think you've described it as before um, but yeah I think that was was that Terry Dolan as manager at that point then? Yeah um, so Alan Little lost his job Neil Thompson ex-Barnsley manager and Barnsley player he was he was the first one who chucked me in when I was very young and then he lost his job and Terry Dolan came in and Terry was put a lot of faith in me and he was the one that, that got me playing and then as, as normally happens in low leagues he lost his job and Chris Brass took over who was a teammate at the time